We are live here, 10-4 Kofi Podcast, episode 2. Happy New Year once again. Hopefully everybody's on a good start, um, making it happen, reflecting on 2020. Wow, that's 2020 crazy. And I'm uh, here with my brother, Vito, Vern. What's good? Introduce yourself to the to the people, man. What's good, man? Uh, first and foremost, man, thank you for having me. Anytime, man. But yeah, man. Just glad to be here, bro. Oh, yeah, man. For sure, for sure. You know, we just uh, kicking it, you know. Um, this is the podcast about not conspiracy theories, just a theory. Like how we just get from point A to point B and just trying to break everything down as much as possible teach gotcha. those that need to be taught and so you know um so like where you from man what's your section <laughs> man what's all good right. my brother see you know the deal <clears throat> all right well i move i'm from i'm from this small town called wanna cove we call it wanna cove anybody else would call it walnuts cove you know okay. I, I moved to winston when i was in like the fourth grade so yeah it was like we had like two stoplights three stoplights but we got a Bojangles and a Subway. You know, they 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 trying to come up now. I just got a Domino's. So, but yeah, man, just from a small town. Word, word, for sure, for sure. I mean, so what was your, uh, what was the uh, early setup? Like, your early bringing of being where you at? Like, far as, like, wanting to cove until your early years? Honestly, man, it was, like, where I grew up at, we, we call it the hill, and it was literally trap. So it was my grandma's house, my house. So basically, man, we coming outside, and my brother and his homeboys, you know, they they out there. Doing, doing what they, they do. do. Yeah. Man, I mean, like, far as, like, how how um, influential was they in your life? Like, far as, like, was, like, just as a family unit, was you guys, like, Super tight. Yeah, like yeah, we was all super tight. Like, like I say, it was my grandma's house, then my cousin's house. So we all pretty much grew up as brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. So you know, we go to school, go to school together, we sleep together, we eat together, like everything like that. Cause mm-hmm. we was all close. And then if we didn't stay with my grandma, we would um, go up the street. Me and my sister and stay with my uh, my aunt. Okay, word, word, for sure, for sure. And um, just like. Uh, when you start seeing your brothers and cousins like hit the turf, like far as like what did that like? Did you have like a full grasp of what was going on, uh, or or was it just you know they they just they left the house and they came back and they had money for joy? Nah, well it was pretty much it was one of them things like kids ain't dumb, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. they was doing things. At the time, I didn't know that it was wrong. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But I'm just saying, like, my brother was, like, pocket full of money. Mm. So I was like, dang, man, you know, I want to have a pocket full of money, too. Yeah, it'd it be like that. It'd yeah. be like, you know, um, especially when we're young, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have any children yet, but it's like the stuff that we see as kids, the like, you know, like, yeah. the quote-unquote sexy shit. Like, man, this yeah. is how, yo, he got the... You got the girls, you pull up any girl, you got the web, he's just living free and it's yeah. just it's just a certain type of, you know, lifestyle. That's really what it is. Just the Yeah. Yeah, man. So 
that was, I mean, I guess the money part really, that's what intrigued me the most. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So then, like, as I got older, I mean, I see people, like, working jobs and stuff like that. I mean, they, they it looks like they're making it or whatever. Then, mm-hmm. you know, I'm in school, so, you know, you might have, you know, the teacher might ask you, like, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? Somebody, a doctor, a lawyer, a cop. I didn't know. I just knew I wanted to have a pocket full of money. Mm. That's all I knew. Mm. Hey, man, like, like they say on uh, UGK, pocket full of stones. Yeah. For real, man. But so, all right, so, like, did G, like, did you have, like, an early brush up with just learn, like, just learning new things or, like, or, like, or, like, was it a situation where, uh, you call wind of something, but your family kind of like try to like, all right, you got to stay in your place on this one because we don't want to out of out of respect because you was raised from from good family. Like we ain't gonna have you in quote unquote grown folks business. All right, <clears throat> that's that's a good question, man. So it was kind it was crazy because like, okay, so my parents had split up, so mm-hmm. my dad stayed probably maybe five minutes up the road from my grandma. Mm-hmm. So. At the time, like he was in the church, you know. Then he eventually, eventually became a pastor. So it's like he, I'm, I'm learning one thing from him, mm-hmm. but I'm learning another thing, you know. what I'm saying from the other side, you know. what I'm saying so. Eventually, I moved. Like I said, I moved to Winston in the fourth grade. Um, and then I started being. A, I started stopped going to my dad's house like a lot more. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Then just I got older, man. I'm seeing a lot more now. So like my brother would like he might leave some money around like mm. you know what I'm saying some other stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm you know what I'm saying I'm messing in it, looking in it, like saying what it is. Like matter of fact, when I saw my first gun, so then it just you know I got older. You know what I'm saying? Word and, up, man! Yeah. I remember yo the first time you see a gun, just the situation is like you're not well in. Well, at at the moment you think you're afraid of it, but it's just more of it's just a respect yeah. of like, yo, this is a fucking sword. Now I didn't touch it. This is fucking crazy, or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like I did I didn't mess with it. And then he eventually let me see, yeah, he yeah, he didn't he eventually got locked up. So then it's like he got all these like the freshest clothes, so now I'm like wearing his clothes. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm almost literally like walking in his footsteps, mm. except I ain't hustling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, man. But like, I remember getting, I remember having all uh, what's 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 the joints that the year after Jordan Jordan had the last shot in the 14s, right? Yeah. I remember. Having the fifteens before they even came out like that, like but I had other joints, but yeah. I remember like certain sneakers that was given that was given to me. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't no crazy kid or anything like that, but yeah. it just you know just do good at school and all that. But you know, where you get these things from, that's what it is. But at least they're not using it for other wild shit. Now, see, like for the and. I can say this, man. Like my sister, pretty much, she pretty much raised me. Mm-hmm. So, like when she started working, like she kept me fresh, like mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, same thing with my parents. Yeah, I, so it's like, then she, like she had my my niece was born. So then it's like, damn man. In my mind, I'm thinking like, damn man, all this stuff in the stuff.
stop. But she still kept me fresh. Mm-hmm. Then like, so then like I'm now I'm in eighth grade. I'm getting older. And then just, you know what I'm saying? Things just started to change. Yeah, man. It's like, um, I would think, I guess like you want to call that puberty time, but <laughs> like during that like seventh, eighth, ninth grade, that's when yeah. boys start to turn into the young men that we plan on being. Because it'd be, <laughs> man, so many wild times. And plus, it could be like too too much, you feel a long way, and then and too much, you get a mustache, or you get a you get a girlfriend that you're hanging out with a regular, you start like put, I guess that's what parents call poking their chest out. You know, now <laughs> you a father now, so you like sometimes I, I know sometimes you be you be you be looking at you be like, I'd be like, Nah, because that's the same thing I was going to do. Yeah, like, I be telling my son all the time, like, he be running off at the mouth, like, he ain't pretend now. Mm-hmm. I be like, bro, like, you got, like, four years, maybe. Mm-hmm. I promise you, I'm going to punish you. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't going to be no more belt. I'm going to his hands on him. <laughs> I'm going to show you something. I'm going to learn you something. Um, and, you know, speaking, you got a young uh, 10-year-old. Like, how does how is he uh, getting along with everything that's been happening just as um I guess as a country and as a society and him learning lessons as being a young black man and just everything. It's feel like everything's coming to a head of like an old era. He he asks a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. And I try to be as honest as possible. Well sometimes I might be a little too honest with him. Mm-hmm. But he asks a lot of questions. Um for the most part he understands something some things he don't. Mm. So, I mean, I try to. I don't. Try, I don't. I don't try to, like, shy him away from the stuff. Like, mm-hmm. he asks him, gonna tell him. Yeah. Because I mean, it's on the TV. Yeah. Yeah. You can't hide it. Yeah, it is. It's better to get it from you than to than, yeah. than get it from such and such. That's um, that got three gun charges and they yeah. only four years older than your son. Because you know. Blind leading the blind now. The, That's exactly how it is, man. The kids are teaching the kids, and you know, like far as like, can you or like or like, do you get like what our parents were saying back when we was young? Like far as like or or like, do you see like a certain gap between like like culture wise, like like even the type of music or the type of stuff that they watch, or <laughs> you know, or or the, the, the type of shit that. It cites kids now. All right. <clears throat> the music, no, man, because I don't know. Okay, I can't, I don't know the name of this song, man, but it came on 97 one time. Mm-hmm. And he said something along the lines of you can lick it, you can stroke it, but you ain't doing nothing until you stand up in it. So it ain't really no difference from like the music that they that's out yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just a lot more accessible. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Yeah, that's and you know, I think that's the main thing with um which I that I be seeing you doing, I be seeing Trav, Reg, Swan, like everybody I like at least I'm blessed to know that everybody that I see or speak to on a regular basis that have children, they're like really active in the kids mental. Oh yeah, you got and you. just getting them ready and just giving and just giving them the uh just giving them the 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 stepping stool of your life, your trial tribulations, yeah. so they can be better. Yeah, man. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, you can be the best parent 
ever. Mm-hmm. But at some point, they're going to make the choices to do, do right or do wrong. Mm. But as long as you plant those seeds, eventually, you know, as long as they don't go too far left, you know, they're they going to be all right. Yeah, because it'd be, man, so many fallen soldiers, fallen homies, people that have potential to change the world or be able to get the means to just change people's lives, just yeah. fall to the wayside of just uh, senseless shit or they didn't have anybody to guide them in terms of like an older figure or a father figure. Yeah. You know, I think like that plays a major part in how and like just how like the how us as African people we just gotta teach our kids. We gotta be beyond the conventional stuff that yeah. cause you know, cause we're we're not conventional people. Like, you know, like we even live different. Like we go out in the sun, we charge up. Everybody else, they burn, they skin burned right. and blotches. And see, that's what I uh that's one thing I tell my kids. Like, man, y'all, y'all bless. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't even realize, you know how many kids don't have a mother or a father? Mm-hmm. And the ones that do, some of them, they ain't even active. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I try to, we try to, you know, keep, like, do the best we can. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Or, or it can't be crazy with fucking yeah. abuse or, or, like, any type of wild horror stories. Yeah, man. Yes. So it's like, I got some some crazy like crazy stuff like stories that happened to me as a kid, but one thing I knew like when my parents split up, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, man, cause there was like used a lot of arguing and fighting. You know what I'm saying? And so then you like, was man, and you was um how old when when they uh started the separation and all that? Mm, I don't know, man. Maybe like four or five years old. Okay, but at the same time, I knew certain things wasn't. Shouldn't be happening. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Certain things kids shouldn't see. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So even though I was that young, I'm like, man, I don't want no kids. I don't want to get married. I don't want none of that because I don't want none of this drama. Mm-hmm. But you know, like life happens. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, and plus, like, you know, what's um uh was what's good for them ain't necessarily bad for you, vice versa, what's good for you ain't good for them, you know, like right. Um, and just the way how life set up, like you found your partner, your life partner, you guys became one necessarily versus just, you know, back in the older days, people is just together just for the sake of being together. You know, yeah. like, uh, the old, uh, cheaper to keep up attitude <laughs> and all that type yeah. of shit. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like we, man, it's crazy. Like. We went to the same elementary school, same middle school. Matter of fact, her and Travis grew up together in the same church. Mm. And like me and Trav, like I met him, I think like sixth grade, walking to the bus stop. Mm-hmm. And we just like was chopping it up over like, um, we, oh, the Jay-Z and Nas beef. Well, no, no, it was before then. It was before then. Matter of fact, it was a uh, it was a hell on earth. He, I think he might have been listening to that in the Walkman or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, man. That's how we pretty much connected. And then, like, fast forward, me and Shakita started talking. And then I was like, hey, man, you know, do you know such and such? And that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, dang, that's how the whole joint mm. Hey, man, that's as good as a blessing just to be able to know someone inside and out. Especially, you know, when, you, when we out here uh, 
playing the field before we decide to... <laughs> man. Before we decide to be like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. This is what man. I'm going to focus on in terms of my personal life. I'm, I, I ain't I ain't fighting God no more. Doing some wild shit. Yeah, I'm, that, this, that pretty I'm crazy, like that. Man. Hey man, listen, we all we all we always like that. But that's <laughs> how we get to where we at now. Just to yeah. um overstand it and just really being able to being able to handle it. Cause you know, imagine like uh like imagine you getting married at like fresh out of high school or college, some shit like 19, 20, 21. And be able to go through the early twenty shit that we go through as men, because yeah. you know, by the time we twenty seven, twenty eight, we start to realize what's real in our life. What's right. like for we get the what is it? We we get the uh, come to Jesus moment. Yeah, but it, but in the meantime, between time, you know, for the most part, most of it is like that should be hard to handle. Somebody really? good, like man, when you when you get to that age, what's I go. Everybody don't, you know, some people grow old and yeah, still be boys. Yeah. But if they do, bless them. God bless them. For the most man. part, when you get to that age, man, like your thinking, um, the way you move, everything should change. Mm-hmm. Everything should change. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, man, it's like you start to realize what's really important, especially when you have kids. Yeah. That part. Yes. Yeah. You gotta like for so like what was it? So what was it like when you knew that wifey was the one? Like far as like what was that feeling like inside of your in your mind and your spirit? Like like what was the moment? Man, honestly, bro, it was just that it, we had like we had connected like on a, a deep, deep level. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So pretty much like a best friend thing. Mm-hmm. And it was like we was literally inseparable. Mm. So that's just, you know, how that pretty much happened. Damn. And then we had we had been together like shoot. High school, 2005. Damn. That's good. I mean 2005-2006. Cause you know, you know when she 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 knows you, you know, like know each other, like when we mad, when we tired, we need space. When you know everything, because especially during during this during this whole pandemic situation, I've seen and heard people break up. And yeah, people come people come together, or they just figure out, you know, being able to just to look in the mirror and 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 can you handle what you see as a as an individual? Yeah, like you know, especially with you know everything that you got going on now, like. You know, everything, everything everybody got going on now, we just going for it. Man, let me tell you something crazy. We going for it. <laughs> like, this is something a lot, let me say, a lot of women would have been like, hell no. Nah. Mm. So, we, let me see, it was 2000, 2015, bro. Mm-hmm. Dang, you know, we weren't living above our means. Mm-hmm. Nothing, like, Going to work, like we always do, just like, you know, once you get behind, it just, then like life just happens pretty much. So, um, cars repossess, eviction, like all in, like within, I'm going to say like two months, a two month time span. Mm-hmm. 
And then, like, okay, like I said, we was evicted. So we we moved in with our pastors at the time. We stayed there for like two weeks. Moved in with my mom. Mind you, we got three kids. Mm-hmm. Then we moved in. We stayed there. I stayed with my mom for probably like, um, I don't know, maybe three months. Then moved in with her mom. And like, she was, I mean, I know she wasn't okay with it. Mm-hmm. Most women be like, man, hell nah. They're like, this nigga, you know yeah. what I'm saying? He, he got us in his position. He can't do nothing, yada, 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 but it wasn't the case, bro. All right. So now let's 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 get into it. In 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 these moments when everything first was happening, like how did like in terms of in terms of just with yourself, how how was you able to handle and just be able to communicate with pride, with our pride, our ego blocking away during stuff that we can or cannot control. Like, how was you able to just be able to communicate that with your wife? Bro, I couldn't. I didn't know. I didn't know what to say. I mean, deep down inside, um, like, man, I was hurt. You know what I'm saying? For one, like, damn, how could I let this happen? Mm-hmm. For two, like, bro, you a man. You have, like, wife and kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then on top of that, um, the day the day the eviction happened, I had took my let me see, I took my oldest daughter to Nevada school. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, Caleb, I think he was in preschool. So we come back, and I wasn't even home five minutes before the sheriff knocked on the door. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So before that, like maybe a week or two before that, Nevada, she had a birthday coming up in like four or five days. Mm-hmm. So she was like, I want to have a sleepover at a hotel. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. You know, we're going to make that happen. All right? So boom, get evicted. So then I was like, damn. You know, we ain't really got nowhere to go. So I goes and gets a hotel room. We pick her up from school. We get to the hotel room. Mm-hmm. And she, like, excited. Super excited because mm-hmm. she think we stand in this hotel because of her birthday. Mm-hmm. And she didn't know the real reason why we were standing. You know what I'm saying? So like, and then like just to see her like when she was asleep, like bro, I can't tell you how much like how much I used to cry. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Think about that. And then my wife was working two jobs, so it was like, damn. But I got a like I got a record, so mm-hmm. it was kind of hard for me to even get another job. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was. I mean, just trying to do what I can do. Hey man, but, but honestly, man, I couldn't handle it. So and then, like, just thinking back to like, matter of fact, up fast, like, fast forward to now, like, I got into, I went into like a deep depression in like 2018. Just thinking, like, damn man, you 30 plus years old, mm-hmm. and you supposed to be further alone in life. So, mm-hmm. And then just thinking back, like, stuff that happened in my childhood. I got into this deep, deep, dark place. Mm. So I was like, real fucked up. You know, real, real Start to replay and dig up stuff that wasn't necessarily in the forefront, whether it was just subconscious or not. It was just, it just came, it just, it just popped out the fucking soul on some Ninja Turtle shit. Yeah, like, it was like, I just woke up one day and like, all of this stuff was spinning in my mind. Mm. Like, I literally couldn't have uh, handle it, bro, and just so and to keep it hot, to keep it hot, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I had got some, we had got life insurance, mm-hmm. and it's a life insurance clause in there. Basically, if you commit suicide within two years, mm-hmm. 
they don't pay. Mm-hmm. So if it wasn't for that, the two years of you setting off the life insurance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So after two years, you can off yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And pay the full benefit. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why I did. Mm-hmm. That's real. I would have been here, and they still wouldn't have had nothing. Yeah, you, know and you had yeah legacy. Yeah, legacy. You had to some, some to some to just pass on. Yeah, and like you know, especially during during that time, at least some modern monetary. Even though you know it's a wild way to live, but we got to make a means. Got to make a means to the end. Couldn't handle it at all for real. And like, so how did you? So like, and what helps you try to? get you out of the situation as far as like, I mean, but before we get to the financial part, it's just in your spirit and mentally, like how or who did you lean on? Therapy. Mm-hmm. I started seeing a therapist. And then, I, but another person, uh, I saw the, uh, my friends. Yeah. And Shakita, you know, she was always praying for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like Terry. Like, man, when I would be having a just like a terrible ass day, like he would like he would always know when to call and know what to you know what I'm saying, know what to say. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man, I started going to therapy. Mm-hmm. Like a, a couple people like was recommending it. Then you know, I see how people, you know, be on Facebook talking about mental health and therapy and all this kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I started going, man, and it helped. What you think? Well, what did you think about um, mental health in 2008 versus? Uh, fighting the fight you was going through from 15 to 2018, like like how like far as like how did you view it? Like did you just look at it as like man, I ain't going to no shrink. This I didn't even, I didn't even think I wasn't even thinking mental health in 2008. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought people that go see go talk to therapists are crazy for real. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just what I thought. So I was like, man, I ain't crazy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm just going through something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, like, I, but that goes back to say, like, when you reach a certain age and certain things start happening, like your mindset, I mean, your mindset shift, you start thinking different. Mm, yeah, that's for sure. It's like, man, that's, that was powerful. Because, like, it comes a, more more often than people think. It comes to a head at a certain point in yeah. just a man's life where it's like, you got to feel we're going we to ride. Or we're gonna go left, we're gonna right, but we gotta make a decision now. Cause if not, you'll end up just being stuck and end up on the side of a road or just end up under, like Charlemagne said, stuck under somebody's tree. Yeah. Also, like just 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 on the corner, just being a whatever type of nigga. Yeah, bro. And it's like when you get to a point where like you literally unhappy with yourself mm-hmm. and everything, I mean, pretty much. It was a personal thing for me. It was nothing nobody had ever done. Mm-hmm. It was a personal thing. And then a, some of the stuff was from my childhood. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I was still angry about. So I was unhappy. You know, I admitted that. And I knew I need, I didn't want to stay in that same mindset because I was on the verge of crashing. Mm-hmm. So I found a therapist. Word. For sure. For sure. And what, um, and what role... Did your wife play? Like, far as like, what? Well, let me ask you this: What qualities, life saving qualities, that far as like her just being the matriarch for the whole family? Like, far as like, what did she show and prove during during that time when you was like, man, I can't. Like, this is one of the most 
precious things I got in my life besides, besides my kids. Well, Without her, my kids wouldn't be here. Of course, like, like I say, man, she prayed for me a lot. Mm-hmm. And she didn't bother me. When I say bother me, I mean, like, a lot of times I would hop in the car and just, you know what I'm saying, just ride. Because I, I wasn't sleeping, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't sleep. I really I wasn't eating either. So I just get in the car, go for a ride. She wouldn't, you know what I'm saying, bother me like, hey, where you at? Yada, yada. She, was mm-hmm. just, she understood, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah but at the same time, I didn't realize how much it was taken on her too mentally. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, you know what I'm saying? It was a, you know. Yeah, and you like, but you know, you guys had each other, and you have the children, and and just building on that is, is to me, is just incredible. That's why I was just kind of stuck thinking about it, because. You know, you know how it go. Like any dude that's with a woman or with a wife, you think about all the women in your past. You be like all like, and it's crazy to think for yourself that all of them would have folded. For sure. So it's like, damn, what type of life I was living if these motherfuckers were gonna fold on me? For real. And then when you get into to a, a predicament where you. With someone that's lucky, you just you just be questioning shit like damn, like somebody Tyson shit. I'm a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> fuck I do deserve this shit. For man. real, man. Like, and that was some of the stuff that was going through my mind. Yeah, man. It's you know, but like as I learned this year in 2020, you can't fight with God. You gotta just stop fighting with God. Stop fighting with the universe. Absolutely. Letting it, letting it be what it be. Just. Manifest good energy around you, but you got to meet it halfway. See, man, and that's what I was. I mean, I I knew that, but it was kind of hard to shake. Like, man, I was like, I love music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So sometimes, like, I like to own some music, and sometimes I drown my thoughts in music. Mm-hmm. But the shit I was listening to, bro, what was you listening to, <laughs> bro? For one, like my homeboy had turned me on the ride wave. And, but he didn't know, you know what I'm saying, the place I was in mentally. Mm-hmm. Broad Wave makes yeah. the most depressing music ever. I keep hearing, so I can imagine that situation. Oh, oh my, my goodness. Yeah, so, like, that shit won't help me. But, so I just turned the music off, man, and I started listening to, like, different motivational speakers. Mm. Um, I used to read a lot. I really wasn't reading that much, but I was listening to a lot of motivational speakers. And mm. I, I still do to this day. Word. I mean, so wait, and like you, you're a very well-read person. Uh, do you lean towards audio books or, or just reading actual text? Like, far as like right right now with with yourself, do you more like audio book person or you more like a YouTube person? You got to hear it, or you or you like to go through text or your phone. Or a, a pad, tablet, whatever. Well, if I'm in a car, of course, audio book. But I prefer a book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Archive. Mm-hmm. Give me uh for for um give me uh a black family book like like it's like something or like or something that's in a book that's like a good jewel, for somebody to dig deep into. Ah, uh, I um matter of fact, 
it's a uh, he's a motivational speaker. Man, he's he's a trainer too. My aunt turned me on to him. His name is Lynch Hunt. Mm-hmm. He's from New Jersey, but he's he lives in Greensboro now. Mm-hmm. His book is called um, From Prison to Prosperity. Mm. And basically, in that book, one thing that uh, I think it's like the second chapter, but he talked about how you know he was dealing drugs and up until the point where you know he got arrested and got caught. How some stuff you can. Like you can do like something you you could have done. He was talking about how he was dealing drugs and he needed an outlet, so he found an outlet. But mm-hmm. you know the feds was building a case up against him, so it was already it was set already in, set, set in stone. stone. So you know you gotta reap reap what you sow. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about when he went to prison, he was looking in the mirror and he said one thing that stood out. He said, um, "How did he put it? Make peace with the man in the mirror." Mm. So saying like you can be a lot of people are free, like free, like walking around like me and you. You got people that's in prison that's in bondage. So you thinking you think about it as they're in prison, they can't leave. Me mm. and you, we good. We might have a little bit of problems, but we're in bondage from whether it's finances, uh, mental health, mm. whatever's going on. So once you Free yourself from the bondage that you're living in on that in the outside world. You know you 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 good to go. Hmm. Yeah, that's hard. And what was uh, what was the gentleman's name again? Lynch Hunt. Lynch he Hunt. said he's free yourself from the mental prisons. That's that's what he said. Hmm. Free Lynch yourself Hunt. from the mental prisons. Lynch Hunt. I'm at the um. I'm gonna have to get at him. Well, good word. That was dope. Yeah. Damn. That was. And. And you know, even what is it about thirty? What 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 is it about <laughs> motherfuckers turning thirty years old? Like men, women. It's like when you turn, oh, when you turn twenty seven, it's like a cloud is coming. Like, man, ready? Wow, no, like everything that society told you, you have to be something. If you ain't got a house or the pick a fence and two cars or the dog or the German Shepherd and three kids, you ain't shit with your thirtieth birthday. It's like, well, for honestly, for me, my okay, my thirty, my thirtieth wasn't good. Thirty one wasn't good either. But for one, it was because of the place. Like I'm, I'll, I'll never be satisfied. You know what I'm saying? I always want to grow. I always want more. And then just seeing people. Like other people, like your peers, and they appear to be mm-hmm. doing what you think you should be doing or where you should think you mm-hmm. should be at. It's like um, that's that's what got me. Mm. But you know, knowing what we know now about um, how uh, social media and these apps work, like like yeah. you know, like what, like far as like like is it is is it all bullshit? Is it a lie? Most From, of it is you bullshit. know what we see. I think most of it is. Mm. Yeah. And and why do we and why do we have to play this highlight real game? That's like I be wanting to know the different people's philosophies on that shit. Because with me, it's like, uh, let's say we just we just fucking around for fun. Yeah. And like being on social media for the sake, because you know, like I'm I'm moving, I'm selling things. You're moving, you're selling things. But let's say, let's take it back to, we had all this 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, like, what are we 
Like, like, what are we doing with this? Because, like, you know, it's you can see ass and titties and people getting their head busted. And, like, you just, like, you can make your algorithm positive, but it's so hard. Like, because, yeah. like, even on my media page, like, the stuff I'm into, like, I try to put the positive shit so it could file on my algorithm because my other page is always it's, it's already fucked up <laughs> it's already fucked up <laughs> but yeah like that's why like i just be trying to figure out like is it the frequency that's being fed to us is it just is it is it is it the lifestyle the same lifestyle that me and you love when we was kids or it's just it's, it's just a digital lifestyle now i think it's both really mm. and it's just like I guess the, the the personal preference of whoever the people or the person is, because mm-hmm. it's like, man, what I'm starting to realize is, I thought it was a a generational thing, like mostly like teenagers or early twenties, like they do stuff for recognition. Mm-hmm. But I'm starting to see that a lot of people our age they extended want that. to be accepted. <laughs> they extended that window. Yeah, because of the things that they do on social media. Yeah, that's why I was I was telling my man at LA Banks uh, earlier, it's like, it's a, it's, a, it's a difference between OGs and old niggas. And there's too many old niggas around. Right. That just want to just be around kids and even uh, streets say it a lot. Like, don't be, don't be following these, like, these dudes ain't, that they don't, mean no good for you, like, because all they're going to do is just send you on a fucking one-way mission. Yeah, like, like, for instance, like, the older, the older guys, the OGs, my OGs, mm-hmm. um, well, I don't have, I ain't going to have no OGs, my brother, for instance, mm-hmm. like, they didn't approve, they, they wouldn't have approved of the shit that the teenagers are doing now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then you got people our age that send these kids on dummy missions. Yeah, it's putting a battery in their back. Yeah, and then you got people our age calling people younger than them big bruh. Yeah. And it's like, y'all co-signing dumb shit. Like, I don't get it. Like, y'all exactly. want to be accepted by people who don't even care. Like, at the end of the day, it don't matter. Like, my son, for instance, he, uh, he's very arrogant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so... He got some shoes one day, and I'm like, bro, I always tell him this, like, bro, you get a pair of shoes and you like to wear every single day. Mm-hmm. Like, why? And he didn't have an answer. So I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, wore those shoes twice. I don't want to see them no more for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I don't want to see them no more for two weeks. So he wears them to school, come home, and I'm like, bro, how many people said something about them new shoes you got on? He was like, nobody. And I'm like, that was my, that's my point exactly. Exactly. Like, you wearing these new shoes because you want people to see them. They don't even recognize them. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? They might look at them, but who cares? Exactly. And 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 even if you wanted to get into the, even if you wanted to be like a fashion killer at an early age, like my cousins told me, like in terms of if you don't want nothing to get dirty as as a kid, because we gonna go outside, we gonna yeah. get dirty. You don't have to have multiple. You have multiple jerseys. You gotta have multiple <laughs> forces. You gotta have. Multiple fours, multiple, like, whatever Jordan you like, whatever obviously you like, you got to have multiple versions of that same one so you don't get into the rotation. And also, it's just better just to pull shit out, like, six months, a year later. Yeah. That's that's the ill shit. You just hit somebody over the head, like, damn, I ain't even 
but you know, that's something that um you gotta you gotta like JD Kid said, you gotta take yourself to the Gucci store. <laughs> show them show the lows. <laughs> like listen, that's this is what it is. For real, yeah. Y'all understand life or the for the uh larger picture, man. Yeah. But you know, wait, wait, like your son, like, you know, he'll like he'll he'll get it quicker before his peers get it. Yeah. And then he'll learn the air, like he'll he'll learn their errors because he'll see them go through some shit. Yeah. Like how we saw people go through shit, like, man, like it went bad quick, or they just got into a fucked up situation because they had nobody that cared for them. Right. So see, like, that's how I don't like I like I was I just used to like when I was little, like just watch people, like even my brothers and I used to watch them. Look at the stuff they did, mm. how they moved. You know what I'm saying? Then I would listen to like stuff my grandma would tell them, like stop doing that. Uh, them ain't your friends, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And come to find out, like they wasn't his friends for real. Yeah. So yeah. I used to be like, man, okay, mom so, ain't wrong, real mom ain't wrong. Yeah, so you was doing this, and you got caught. So if I do that, I'm gonna do it this way, and I won't get caught. Mm-hmm. So I like it's just real observant, no matter what it is. Yeah, like man, I got, I got. I got a I got a family member that he that since the age of probably 13, 14, he was associated with the violent crime, been in and out of jail from that point forward because he was already indoctrinated. He was already put in he was already put through the system, washed through the system, washed through the system after yeah. a couple of times, you know, like far as like it is what it is. And you know, we just pray, we just pray for him and hope everything is fine. But, you know, we was just when you just living that life, I like, and you are and you just lost the sauce. And I don't know what can I do to 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 help someone out. So, you know, to be there when they when they ready for it. If if it if they have their moment. Yeah. Like for people like that, I mean, I don't know. I ain't I never been like locked up. Like for instance, you you got a teenager, they get arrested, they go to jail, they spend like most of their teenage years or some of their adult years in prison. Mm-hmm. So now they're thirty years old, mm-hmm. and it's like maybe they they revert back to their teenage years. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like they're trying to play catch up. Because you gotta think, all right, boom, somebody get locked up at um, eighteen, do a, do a, do like a ten year bid, do a ten year bid for some odd reason, you still out. Mentally, you eighteen because culturally, right? You still on eighteen year old shit. You still don't, you don't know how to talk to a woman. You don't know how to just have manners in life. Because even at when we was eighteen, we didn't know what the fuck we was doing and not like how to conduct ourselves around people. We knew what was given to us from our folks, but we didn't know the full scope of everything. Right? Yeah, and just. Uh, it's just it's just crazy, you know. Like when you was when earlier we was earlier we was we was talking about everything from sea balls to boxing, but we was talking about the uh, Vegas experience. It's just looking at <laughs> yeah, and just looking at where we at with it now. You said like you said you was just in your pocket chilling, and you saw everybody in masks and people moving around. Also. You know Vegas is a you know Vegas is Vegas is a city, but it's it's, it's a it's a it's, it's a tourist spot. Right. So you could just like 
like that gives you a good barometer of how things will be conducted moving forward. Yeah, man. It, and it, I ain't gonna say it freaked me out, man, but I was like, I was, I was like, damn, more than anything, mm. like, this is what life is about to be like. like yeah, yeah, it's, oof. And shit, like, we talked to our parents or older or people that was, well, people that was born right after segregation ended or during that time, like, the first, like, the last five years, to them, they ain't never seen no shit like this. Nah. Because the world changed so much. They, like, they, like, you know, our parents never thought we'd ever see a black president. They never thought fucking technology would be where we at, how, you know, our world is smaller. Like, yeah. our individual, whatever you're interested in, you can make your own circle, your own right. ecosystem. That's what everybody needs to realize. We can make our own ecosystem of what we like and what we choose to let into our zone, into yeah. our energy. And that shit is, that shit is paramount. That shit is important. Hopefully people just grasp that throughout, or at least be able to just pass that on to somebody who who needs it if if, if they have a sense of mastery in, in life. Yeah, and it's, it's just so much information. A lot more information than it mm-hmm. was 20 years ago, even mm-hmm. 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, you can literally go online, go on YouTube. You can figure out how to do anything. Everything that you see here, YouTube. This camera that you, YouTube, this mic, everything that I'm learning, YouTube yeah. University, man. And it's like, matter of fact, I'm going to take motivational speakers, for instance. You have, like, the most sought-after speakers in the world, right? hmm Me and you can have the same conversation. We say the same exact thing that this man is saying that he's getting... $500 a pop per person mm-hmm. to come listen to him speak. Mm-hmm. Me and you say the same exact thing, but it's kind of like they may, he may say it in a different way that resonates with them that, you know, me and you may not say. Yeah. A way we may not say it. Yeah. That's it's, a- it's just, man, it's just, you just got to seek the inf- get the information that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Information that you need. Mm-hmm. And that's just, Ciphering off um, a, a person's frequency, even with the music that we do like, you know, like the reason, like, there's a reason why everything sounds the same when you do listen to the radio. Yeah. There's a reason why certain things have a aesthetic visually, because yeah. you know that's what y'all see, what y'all pick up on, or like a style, or or whatever, whatever's trendy at whatever moment that you're listening or watching this, that you know. Look at look at your surroundings. See yeah. what's going on. See, like for me, when it comes like when it comes to that, um, I guess because my interest is my mind is different. So I'm like, I'm interested in business, mm-hmm. making money, mm-hmm. building wealth. Mm-hmm. So I listen to a certain artists, Jay Z, Nipsey Hussle, mm-hmm. that talk about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I ain't gonna call it. I mean, certain certain artists I don't even listen to. I don't even know who they are. Mm-hmm. But like, if I'm if I went out, then you know, no, you feel it. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna hear it. Yeah, and more than likely, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna like the song. But I mm-hmm. won't. I can't just ride around listening to it because that ain't where my mind is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a lot of stuff that um, I'm just not listening to. If it's not outside of a situation 
like yeah. a, a social setting or something like that. I ain't running around listening yeah. to no hype shit. Okay. Sound like a fucking a, 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 a bee, <laughs> a hornet's hive is in is in my head swirling. Yeah. This is crazy, man. But so now we are here. We talking big business. We got the uh, shoelaces situation yeah. out. So like you know, like like tell me how'd you how'd you get because this um this uh streetwear culture game serious man yeah. and like and it, and it it can help you finance other things that you really want to do so how did you get how did you just get into this i was um i was a part of a network marketing company called mango called the name i was a part of a network marketing company mm-hmm. so they used to do had like national events mm-hmm. so i was at an event called in an event in miami called me and that boot camp Mm-hmm. So we're just a bunch of people that's in the company, meet at one place, big training. Uh, like, it was like, the, the events was dope. So I was just talking to the, just some random dude, like, like you know, how long you been in the company, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just talking. So he, I asked him what he did, and he was like, well, I'm a, uh, I'm a, well, I used to be a regional manager for Foot Locker for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. So he was like, now me and my wife, we have our own shoe store. Like, okay, cool. So we know we got we exchange numbers or whatever. So started buying shoes from them, mm-hmm. and then um, one of my people was you know kind of he was in a situation or whatever. You know he came home had a lot of money, so I'm still getting shoes from this guy. So we kind of you know what I'm saying clash. Yeah, no, nah, we ain't clash. I mean not we, clash, but yeah, like we, meaning of the month. Yeah, we we, yeah. we made something happen. Yeah, and. You know that's 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 how shoelaces got started. But I ain't gonna tell you no lie. I was kind of nervous at first because, you know, I just I ain't I ain't know what to expect. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, and this a this it's a very it's not a it's not a treacherous game, but it's just so many different things that it has to be accounted for shipping, handling who who you're dealing with, yeah, checking merchandise and all that. Cause man, this fucking. Uh, Sneaker streetwear hustle and this high fashion hustle is yeah it's 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 based on your rep it's crazy yeah and that's that's what I'm saying like man is that's why I was nervous I was it was crazy so I got one pair of shoes uh, my niece who was a manager at finish line checked them out she's like oh yeah these you know these official mm-hmm. so I sold them to my cousin and then he threw up a post on Facebook and then my inbox started jumping. Then I started, then my my mind started going crazy, like, okay, how can I do this to and then I just started like doing some research on like mm-hmm. sneakers and prices and popular shoes and started following different pages and just like seeing what cause like I ain't really ain't never cared about sneakers. I buy some, but I ain't never been the one that I ain't finna camp out for no shoes. Yeah. That was just me. Yeah. Because like, never not that serious to me, but you know, seeing what it shoe was, you know, the most popular shoe. Did the research and it just took off. Mm. So what was the uh, major uh the major style, a major release of uh twenty twenty so far? We haven't got to the holiday part. I think this week probably be the week where all the wild shit comes out. Well, we had the um the the Jubilees, which was the twenty first, twenty fifth anniversary of Eleven's mm-hmm. last Saturday. That was a big shoe. It wasn't as big as I thought it was going to be. But the Mocha Ones, mm-hmm. which was 
the it's the, pretty much the same shoe as the Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. It's just the uh, correct swoosh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, those. Then he had the um, the off white fours. That was a big shoe. Um, he had a lot. Uh, like I say, man, I'm still I'm still learning, man. Like this, like is ridiculous. Another thing that I realized is certain amount of shoes, like they only make a certain amount of shoes. Well, mm-hmm. the stores only buy a certain amount of shoes. Mm-hmm. The rest of them, these online stores, where the online you know, sites buy them, mm-hmm. and they jack the price up. Mm-hmm. So it's like you may get a shoe in the store for like $200. You know what I'm saying? As soon as the store sell out, shoot, even before the release date, you can buy them online for like $2,000. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, that's crazy. So, I try to man those, keep my prices like under everybody else. Yeah, because really it's like you don't want to be sitting on shit, especially like like how people all these PlayStations now. They got 30, 40 PlayStations in their fucking house. I'm trying to figure out why. Cause it's a tech system. It's not sneakers where they appreciate over value like over time. Yeah. Like, you know. Uh, uh, Xbox PS Five is like five six hundred dollars. Yeah, that price shouldn't change. The price should go down. It actually, you walk out. Uh, a game is like a car. You fucking leave Walmart, GameStop, spend the block. Next day, come back. Yeah, they gonna fuck around. And be like, all right, we're gonna take twenty dollars off that off top. Two hundred dollars. See what what bothers me is that I guess because people know that if you want it bad enough. Somebody gonna pay for it. Like, it's enough money and enough product out here for mm-hmm. everybody to make a good amount of money, a good living. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to buy them all mm-hmm. and sell them at the highest price you can. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that don't make sense. Because after a while, you're gonna be selling them shit. Because it's like, I was, for one, when like a new game system come out, you only have eight, six games. Yeah. And let's say you get it. I wouldn't like you'll probably be maybe you and let's say um cheese. Y'all the y'all the only two people that, that got a PS5 that y'all can play yeah. each other online. But the rest of the crew, we like, we're gonna wait till spring or or I might go or I might go left. I might go the other way. So on in that note, it's weird. It doesn't make I think it's just they just taking advantage of parents and kids yeah. and shit like that. Again, it goes back to Recognition thing. I want people to know that I got this and I can mm. afford it. Maybe. Mm, yeah. So sometimes barely. Yeah. Cause fucking um so right now, like as far as like where do you uh see the game at now moving forward? I think um Hassle Hoops, uh full locker they bought GOAT. Yeah. And I think they're about to turn all the house of hoops into goat stores or some shit like that. Well, like what? Well, that was that was a plan pre pandemic, but now it's barely any fucking malls around. Right. So everything is pretty much going online eventually, Mm -hmm. which is good. Like most of my most of my customers are out of state, Mm -hmm. which is good. I mean, I ain't gonna say it's good, but well, yeah, it's a good thing Mm -hmm. because like I'm expanding from people that they know and people, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. And like the word of mouth game is is better game when you're playing seeds outside of your area. Yeah. 
But you know, that's why that's why I tell people all that the was time. my main thing. Like I want to reach somebody other than I don't need Winston people that. Salem. Yeah, I don't need nobody that knows me. Y'all catch on whatever y'all catch on. I'm not gonna force it down yeah. anybody's throat. So it's because it's like man, it's like you got. 20 people in one city mm-hmm. doing the same exact thing, mm-hmm. pretty much it's like, ain't nobody going to make no money with it. Yeah. If you don't got it, they're going to go to them. If they ain't got it, they're going to go to them. If they yeah. ain't got it, they're going to go to them. It's like we need Indians and Chiefs. And then and it even takes yeah. it back to on some, like, on some outside days. Like, it doesn't separate the work. Everybody got the work. Yeah. It just depends on who got the two for five, three for seven, who got the... Who got the pure? Who don't? Who don't got the stepped on? Who who got the who got who got the fake runs pack? That's that's what we got yeah. now. Who got the fake runs? Yeah. But see, I'm finna t- I'm finna tell you something though. Learn me something. So, you know how people they use the check check app and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. So I bought. I got a pair. Of, I needed a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, let me run to the store right quick. So I went up to, I went into this store mm-hmm. in the mall and bought some sneakers. In the mall? In the mall. Okay. So I was like, man, let me see what everybody be talking about. Boom. So I whipped out my phone, scanned it, and nothing come up. I'm like, hold on, this can't be right. Like, I just, you know what I'm saying, got these from the store. So boom, did it again. So I went back in there. I was like, hey, man, just like messing around. Like, hey, man, you sold me some fake sneakers. So the dude was like, how do I sell you some fake sneakers? Then I look, I'm like, bruh, because I scanned him, like, man, mm-hmm. it ain't, you know what I'm saying? And these things are made in China. Mm. He was like, bruh, don't you know everything I made in China? And I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But I said it, I was doing that to make a point, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Because people quick to be like, oh, this is made such and such, or you got this with such and such. This ain't real, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. they don't really be knowing, man. Yeah, because every, because, you know, most of these places, is made from the factory next door. Yeah. It's like, and there's anything the main difference is what stitching, like far as like on uh um, But it's really it's really all the same now. If it's a if it's a fake, it's gonna be obvious that it's a fake. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But for the most part, man, they're everything that I've seen, everything that I have is authentic. Yeah. So what's the so let's say for um High, so if like high fashion tags or whatever, what's the what's the telltale signs of something that is authentic or fugazi for people that want to do a tag check in their closet right now? Like on a um, like you know Gucci Louis the leather, Claire, yeah, the leather. Mm. That's I mean that's how you can tell. Mm. And then of course over time it'll fade. Mm. So like Louis leather is soft or is like. Or it's more like a like a basketball leather or something like that. Nah, it ain't basketball leather. But say for instance, it's it's kind of soft. But um, say you got this Louis bag, and within a year you will be able to tell. I mean, you could tell by for one the leather, mm-hmm. but again, like it will fade. It's like anything else that's you know ain't really a good quality. Mm, okay. And then um, you know, you got the. Like um, the codes, like it's on different different places. In, like the Louis, I don't know about the Gucci, but the Louis, you have the codes inside of the purses. Sometimes they're on the outside, but it's like a little verification code. Mm. Okay, all right. 
it's, it's, it's interesting to know this. So I don't know. Because, you know, it's a lot of... Is it was a lot. Of, it's, it's a lot of different stuff going on. There's a lot of knowledge to be had. Because yeah. hey, I know people on YouTube that make a living doing that. Oh yeah, like like, like you know, like sneaker checking and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, man. I uh, I follow a couple people on Instagram. Matter of fact, that's how I that's how I be learning. Like mm-hmm. this is one guy I follow on Instagram, and he like heavy and he been doing it for a long time. Follow his YouTube page and that's how I learned a lot of this stuff. Mm, this is do uh two J's or something like that. Mm-hmm. He um back when the conventions was still a thing, he used to go through conventions and buy your whole table of seven fifties or three fifties or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And like he just all he had to do is just look at it, flip something up like all right, all right that's all I need to know. Like yeah. he just, you know, after a while yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's why I say, man, if it's if it's fake, you're gonna be able to tell if it's fake. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, like a lot of stuff, like it's, they they're cracking down on that stuff. For one, like Nike uh, and all these designers, like they're losing a lot of money mm-hmm. to people that's like boot, like basically selling like fake stuff. Mm-hmm. So you can't get nothing through customs that's not authentic. Mm-hmm. And if you try, you gonna find you gonna yeah. know. You know what I'm saying? They coming to they coming to see about you. Yeah, because right now, like man, the, the the type of shit that they locking people up for now, yeah, is beyond. Like you getting violent numbers for beyond violent for nonviolent. Man, you offenses. can get you can get ten pounds a week through customs before you can get some fake shoes. Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. they they ain't playing that man. That's a lot of money, like real money that they losing. Mm-hmm. And shit like, like these um contracts with these certain companies to have they stuff outfitted by certain levels of government and all that. I think uh, I think like for a while Nike like the Nike Combat Boots. Somebody was some branch of government. They was uh, uh, uh they was associated with them or something. But I yeah, think like the you know, army. Mm-hmm. Shit like that, man. It's great. Ain't no game. Yeah, they ain't finna play. Yeah. With that man, like you can't get nothing that's not authentic through customs because they inspecting it. Mm, damn. So what? So you um are you uh, playing the uh, the uh, stocks game at all? Or you or you just people observe, man. I'm, what's what, what's there to be picked at? I'm learning, man. It's it's. I mean, from the people that I know, that's pretty heavy in it and it's mm-hmm. you know, pretty good at it. They say it's it's not easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not hard, but it's not easy. Yeah. You know so it's, I'm, I'm, I'm learning. That's something I do want to get involved in, though. Yeah. It's, I mean, you know, just like anything else that that we got into, it's foreign to them, but for us, it's comfortable. For us, right. it's riding the bike. It's second yeah. nature. So, yeah. And, but, like, shit. I mean, it's some, it's some good, like, uh, Airbnb went public. Yeah, I not saw that. Not long ago. And a couple other, uh, Stuff is moving and shaking. Yeah, Airbnb, that would definitely be, I mean, if I knew, like, you know, how to invest in numbers and all that kind of stuff, that would probably be what I would invest in right now. Mm, because, yeah. you know, a lot of people, they don't really do hotels no more. Yeah. They, you know, they do Airbnb. Especially go out to these far-out places, far-out yeah. lands, out, out in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> all over the fucking place. Yeah. Man, this shit, this shit, this shit is crazy. 
it's just so many, so many different ways for to make it happen. So yeah. like, like far as like, do you like let your children know like, yo, like you can really, I mean, unless you're gonna be like a doctor or some wild prestigious type of stuff, you don't necessarily have to go to to, to yeah. college. You can just intern your way, get get yourself in position. And like you know, if you need me to help to bring you to this type of club or some, yeah. like, you know, like uh, Junior Capital, or you know, some type of where it's like a network of people yeah. that can, yeah, like really, that's all you need. That's that's what that's all these rich kids do. Now, I tell them, oh, well, we tell them all the time. Well, she encouraged them to go to college. Mm-hmm. I be like, you don't really have to go to college, but. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to, cool. Yeah. But don't waste your time yeah. if you're going. Like if you're going, like no, make sure the field that you're going in, you know, you're gonna make some money and it ain't gonna be a waste of your time. Mm. Cause like, really and truly, man, I wanna be in a I would be in a position to where they won't have to work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So just do your thing as long as it's productive and long as it's you ain't hurting nobody, you being positive. Mm. I don't have no far as, uh, as you said, that it crossed my mind about kids and uh, society ages. Like, like, do you think kids should go to college off the dribble out of high school? Or, or do you think they should have, like, a type of extended break to decompress and, and get... Because, and, or, or, you know, certain... You know, we've seen a lot of people that that went to... UNCC or they went to East Carolina and they came back like nine months later because they yeah. just ain't they just ain't know what the fuck they wanted to do. It wasn't that they was smart or dumb or whatever. They're like you just don't know because you just wasn't bred for that. Yes. I guess it I guess it depends on the person, man. A lot of a lot of kids come out of high school undecided. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, if you go into college undecided, by your second year, if you had a real college, you know what I'm saying, you're gonna be un- undecided your second year. Mm-hmm. You may not be there your third year. Because mm-hmm. after a while, you'd be like, "Why am I here?" Yeah, yeah. it's like you wasting money. And that's that's and see, that's what I uh, noticed, man. Like college is a big bill. Um, I know this dude, man. They went to state, cool dude, doing his thing. He said something to me one day that made a lot of sense. He was like, "Bro." I came from the streets. I was doing my thing in college. So, um, you know, my man got locked up, yada, yada, yada. So I knew I needed to find a way to get us out. So mm-hmm. it was like, I used college as a hustle. Not doing, not saying he was doing things he didn't, he shouldn't be doing anymore, but mm-hmm. you know, he used it as a hustle. I was like, wow. Like, and then of course, man, you got a network. Mm-hmm. You got a network, man. College is pretty much a place to experience, to have fun and network. Of course, you know, you go to to learn, but for the most part, it's experiences and networking, man. Mm, show. Show right on, man. Yes. Learning uh, unconventional things. Because even, shit, I wish we learned how to do taxes when we was in fucking high school. I, I wish we learned, like, home ex shit. Like, you know, boys and girls. Like, I wish, like, all the boys knew how to wash their own clothes and be self-sufficient yeah. and knew how to handle their emotions, meditate. See, that stuff they won't they won't teach you, man, because you'll be 
pretty much you won't be dependent on the system. Yeah. Or yeah, you won't be dependent on the system. Mm-hmm. So it's like you um if you knew how to do your own taxes or something like that, you won't need H and R Block. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, my dad was telling me that when he was in high school, you could learn. You had a shop class, mm-hmm. auto body. All this kind of stuff. So you graduate high school, you got a certificate, you got a job. Mm-hmm. Now it's like you work at McDonald's while you're in school, or either you don't have a job while you're in high school. Yeah. You get out of school, you don't do nothing. You might find you a summer job, working somewhere, go to go to college. But yeah, all this stuff is gone, man. I think I think this is the era of the entrepreneur. Yeah, because if it's not now, but I don't know when. I don't say never. Never say never, but I don't know. Like this is the this is the golden age yeah. of making it happen. Cause man, it's like where would they go? Imagine if our parents had this. Right. See, that's a lot of like for me. My mom and dad ain't tell me nothing about how to make no money, how to really save no money. Mm-hmm. I just saw like my sister, like she had two or three jobs, so, like she was. Get yeah. it, you know what I'm saying? My brother, he was doing what he did. So, I mean, I I knew I didn't I didn't want a job. I didn't want to work for nobody because I don't like nobody telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's always been me. You know what I'm saying? You tell me to do something, I'm gonna do it. If I know I have to do something, I'm gonna do it. Don't tell me. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. So, I just I ain't, gonna, I ain't saying I have a a problem with authority. I just didn't want a job, but I wanted a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So, um, then I like read a lot of books, listen to a lot of motivational speakers. You know what I'm saying? And just figured out that is you can make a great living. You can be self sufficient. You can become a millionaire, billionaire, whatever you want to do. And you don't have to work a traditional job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this life is what we make it most yeah. definitely. And uh. You know, shit, if we just, if we was going to the time machine and talk to our younger self, that shit would be like, listen, <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you a bunch of just a couple of things just to do it now so you'll be all right. Trust me. Everything will be, like, you'll be fine early in your life. Like, if I could go back to my younger self to, like, maybe 17, 18, one thing that I would tell myself is do it right the first time. Mm, follow through, follow up. Yeah. Do it right the first time. Yeah. Because it's, mm, it's just uh, um, a lot of times it's just the fear of the unknown be uh, taking us out. Yeah. Yeah, that shit. That's exactly what it is. Because, um, you know, I mean, in school, at home, we was taught failure is Worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. So once you fail, it's like they throw you to the wolves. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes it ain't no coming back for certain people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for certain people, it's like, coulda, woulda, shoulda. If I had a fifth, we all be drunk. All types <laughs> of shit like that. But, I mean, for me, man, I was, I was mean. I, I was a victim of my own negative thinking, too, man. I had a lot of people, a lot of good people around me, helping me get to 
space where I'm in now. So word, word. It's like, Bay is cool. I mean, just don't stay there. Mm-hmm. Um, some people, they just, in a, either in a such negative place or in a situation where they can't see themselves past where they are right now. Mm-hmm. So that's why I like a lot of people stay stuck. That's just what I think. Word, word, shit. Um, you have any uh c- celebrity clientele or or anything that you that you're liable to share or like or or have you gotten to those circles dealing with people that you wouldn't necessarily thought that you would deal with in your line of work? Yeah, man. I um, it's a couple of doctors. Matter of fact. Reggie turned me on to one of his clients who was a doctor. A lot of people out of Atlanta. A lot. A lot of people out of Atlanta. Um, a couple up-and-coming artists. Yeah, man. It's, it's crazy. Oh, uh, and, 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 man, scamming, bro. Like, I had this, I got this crazy text message one day. Some dude hit me up <laughs> saying he was the baby's manager, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, man, I'm the my name is such and such. I'm the baby's manager. We got your name from uh, some. He had a private show. We got your name from some kid. Uh, from some kid um, after the show said you, you know, you have a sneaker business. Yada yada yada. Long story short, man. So this guy wanted me to send him some shoes, and for me to. This is what he telling me. He said, "Send the shoes to three of." The baby's favorite um, fans, right? They're his favorite fans. Okay. <laughs> and then, you know, for me to, he was going to put me on the team and all this other kind of crazy stuff, man. And they was going to pay me $5,000, right? Um, then I could come on the road and all this foolishness, bro. Yeah. And he said he wanted me to promote the baby, like repost his Instagram stuff. I'm like, bro, this nigga is an international <laughs> star. What kind of fool do you take me for? Word up, man. You out here with the Jabberwockies, yes. man. Like, bro, you tripping. And the crazy thing about it, like, this was a legit phone number. Because mm. I called a number and it was a voicemail and everything. I'm like, man, who the hell is this playing it's on high level scamming. It's high level scamming, yo. That's crazy. I'm like, bro, you tripping. Yeah, man, it's... Yeah, man, you just be out, be watch out for the scammers, man. You know, but it's like I said, man, it's a hundred thousand ways to make a legit living, unlimited amount of money. You just gotta find the information, find the lane, tap in with the right people, you know, and do what you wanna do. And for sure. You know, it's enough it's enough money out here for everybody to have a good living. Mm-hmm. For real. Well, what uh, what's next on the horizon for the uh, shoelaces brand, and um, how do they contact you for that? On like on like on that type of time, we got a lot of gear, good gear. We got footwear, we got streetwear, we got clothes, good materials. Like far as like whenever that time come. To get your mask, get your matching mask <laughs> with your fours or with your twelves. You and your lady will step out down the line. This is man to come see. What was what we got next, um, my brother? Well, I'm I'm actually working on a um 
a shoelaces merch. Mm-hmm. Shoelaces merch. So uh, anytime a sneaker release, boom. Mm. Planning on having like the mash of flavors. Yeah. To to go with the shoes. I think that's gonna be dope. I'm a I'm a test the waters first to see how it, see how it go and then you know go from there. Okay, word word for sure, man. And like, um, where can they catch you at on on your uh, social medias? Man? Oh, uh, follow me on IG at um, at underscore shoelaces s h o e l a c e z. Word word for sure, man. And V Vito, you always welcome. Appreciate it. Bro. It's been a fucking pleasure, man. Real stories, man. So people can just learn and see what's going on, man. Like, you want to, uh, any shout outs, closing words, anything you want to just give to the people so they can just think on? Um, Yeah, one thing, man. Shout out to all of the black businesses around the world, but especially in Winston-Salem. Um, it's a few I'm a name. Don't get mad at me if I don't call everybody's name. Um, There's so many. So many. Uh, RG Fitness, uh, Trifecta Fitness. Um, you got King Murphy Media. Um, who else? You got uh, my man, um, Rich. Uh, uh, Rich Mars. Rich Mars. Rich Mars. Yeah, dope yeah. clothing line. Of course, my boy JD, Opulence Brand, man. Got some fire. Um, fly. JD, fly. you next. Pull up on me. Fire, man. Just like. Support, support your people, man. Don't, don't support them if they're not popular. If you don't know them, like, be a blessing to others, and mm-hmm. it, it's gonna always come back to them. Yeah, man, always. for real. And with that being said, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Ten Four Kofi Podcast. No conspiracy theory. Just a theory of life. Thank y'all. I love y'all. God bless y'all. Subscribe, share, all that good stuff. And we out. Said it. Yeah.